going to open it? Hello and welcome to the Print X Circadia X Quest Election Podcast Special. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of X's there. What are we going well, to say to be Should it be versus? Oh dear, what, what are we competing for? <laughs> um, Budget for next year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, should we introduce ourselves? Yeah, let's do that. I mean, everyone knows me already. So popular. Yeah, I'm so popular. All right. So, ofs. I'm so well from the print. Hi, I'm Harris from Circadian. <laughs> I'm Oscar from uh, from Quest. Welcome to our five listeners. Five. It's five. gone up. It's gone up. <laughs> 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 like you guys have brought up the like, racing. <laughs> so it's us, us three and two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even lying. Five is like a luxury. Okay. I'm going to aim for that target then. I think we're going to start a podcast at some point. Like my mum won't even listen to the podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe both of our mums will. Five. <laughs> So we are supposed to be talking about the elections. Yeah. What do you want to start with? Voter turnout? Well, I, actually, I was interested to know from your perspective, like, how it is being running as a candidate. Not from an endorsement, I guess. No, no endorsement. Just just no the, endorsement. The, the kind of, like, system as a whole or whatever. I feel like the SU doesn't really support what, like, what you're doing. They just kind of leave you to your own thing. So there's a lot of people. Like, for example, in the debates... There are certain people who had like quite a lot of anxiety or people who genuinely are diagnosed with anxiety and I don't think they checked in with them mm. to say, you know what, are you right with doing this? Yeah. That kind of thing. I think there should have been a bit more like emotional support for certain people because for certain people it's a lot of pressure. Right. Mm. No, I definitely, I, like running in campaigns before, I just remember it is very much like a, you feel like you're, co you're constantly against other people so you feel like you have to do things. Because otherwise, if you don't turn up to a, a debate because it's stressful for you, then it looks bad. Um, yeah. And you, you're constantly feeling this idea that if you don't do it, they're going to do it. And it, is, it, is, it does sort of turn up the, uh, the stress. Well, do you think they should maybe change how it's done so there's not as much pressure on like, debates and, and like, public? At the very least, like, get someone to come and talk to you about it, about mm. what's going to happen. Because they just kind of send out emails and then just expect everyone to kind of understand what's going on. Right. It's difficult because, like, so this year is the first year we've been around and the first year we were covering elections. And I was very conscious, like, I wanted to do, like, I wanted to cover the elections and candidates aren't used to that down at BL. And I was very conscious that I was adding to their stress. Yeah. And I was like, how do I cover stuff? And how do I, like, try and get across what these people are about to students without making it difficult for the candidates themselves? Um, it, is, it is a bit of a juggling. And I think the same thing's true of the union. Like, they want people, they want to put you in the spotlight so that people can hear from you. But that spotlight can, is stressful to be in. Yeah. Um, and not everyone wants to be in that spotlight. But don't you think, in a way, though, that's kind of, like, part of the job? Not not the people with like anxiety should be excluded, but but the whole pressure of like explaining your opinions and stuff. Mm. Do you, do you yeah, I mean? but or it's not like something that people are used to. It's not mm. like a everyday type of thing. Because obviously, if you get the position, then I think you'd get used to yeah. being in the spotlight. Yeah, um, I also think it's like it's one of those things that once you're in the role, most of the times, if if there's something coming up that's like that, you're gonna prepare for it in mm. some way. I think the big thing about debates and interviews and stuff like that is it's all very unpredictable. Yeah. Um, and you're against someone. Whereas when, when you're in your role, you're not really against someone. You're, you're there 
no yeah, one's yeah. And everyone's supportive of each other so yeah exactly they're like well you're here for a year like it's not like they're going to kick you out and put someone else in yeah. um whereas in elections if you make a, a mistake you do feel like there's somebody else breathing down your neck a bit mm. i don't know if that's how you felt i think though the print has done some amazing elections coverage i'm just gonna say because we've done a lot more than years before that's yeah. no shade on like the people before but i feel like I i've put shade yeah it was <laughs> Okay, yeah, but I just feel like we've got a lot more interviews. We've covered the debates as well, which wasn't covered last time. Mm. Last time there was an article with a pie chart in it, and that was about it. Was it a good pie chart? <laughs> it was all right. <laughs> what did it show? Like, how many people voted and um, didn't vote? But, like, if it's a pie chart that I can make, then it's probably not that good. <laughs> My pie chart not, ability is not shit. Not very good at baking. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, God. What so what 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 sort of things have you done then like candidate interviews and then like yeah. in in the in the coverage what would you do write it up basically like yeah what was the big hitters of the so I think the best thing that I did is kind of get like a little team to mm. split everything up because it seems a bit overwhelming covering everything so I had one person covering the events I had one person doing interviews of some people one person doing interviews of other people so it meant that the stuff the load was shared mm-hmm. so yeah that's how we've got loads of good stuff yeah yeah nice mm. I feel like I'll be honest with our election coverage I've just been doing it myself because <laughs> I feel like we're quite a small shop right now yeah. so we're just sort of getting started but it again I've been really proud of the stuff we put out and it's got like great engagement um, like the interviews of the presidential candidates like we're, we got like 700 people really? watching them so like we were getting like people really cared about it and they were watching it and they were sharing it um I think I think it's a bit easier for us because there's been nothing for so long, so that people mm. are excited by anything you do. Also, I feel like with you, with your campus, everyone there's everyone's there for longer time, really. So I feel like you can kind of get more invested. Like only now I'm starting to kind of care about what's happening at the uni, but then I'm about to leave. But then if I had like two more years, then I would really uh, care. If, uh, two more years, I was going to be like the principal. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. So invested. All right, right, I'm coming back in five. Okay. I'm going to get our news editor. Cool. Exciting. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, do, how should we share a microphone? Some of us. Or something? Right. <laughs> yeah, well, we haven't done anything. I mean, I, I I gave the option out to people, but like there wasn't much response. See, it's a shame because I think this is quite a nice chilled vibe for an interview. Yeah. Whereas I think so we filmed them, which uh, was partly because I didn't want to type up everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I have deadlines. I don't want to have to sit there typing through word by word. Um, so we filmed them, which again I felt really bad about because it de- I, I I knew it definitely put stress on people. Yeah, filming is definitely because that, that brings a lot of like self consciousness into it, you know, and like. And the idea idea of it sort of just yeah. being final, like yeah. as soon as you filmed it, that's it. So it's there for yeah. them. We got a new guest, guys. Hello. Hi. If I move down. Yeah. yeah. Introduce yourself. Uh, I'm Bronte. I'm a second year history student at QM. Um, that's pretty much all there is to it. Oh yeah, I've been covering the election, so that's that was probably right. the main thing you should have said. <laughs> I'm one of th- one of the election correspondents, so my stuff is on the print website, and yeah, that's that's about it. I've been interviewing people and stuff. That's been fun. Time consuming is what that is mainly, but yeah, so that's me. Yeah. Sorry, did you say you're a second year? Yeah. So, so 
How did you find elections last year? As a um, sort of, I'm one of those people who didn't take part at all, um, as I think is the case with a lot of first years, really, to be mm. honest. Um, part of that is just because when you're when you're new to uni, you're caught up on the, the social side of things, so the kind of like political aspect just goes way over your head because what matters is making friends and then end of your assignments start coming up and <laughs> elections don't seem to matter that much. But um, But this year I started to pay more attention and I was like, okay, some of this stuff actually matters, actually can impact your time at uni. So it's, yeah, I'm getting what, more involved which, this Which year. things do you think may like, change your mind? Um, well, I guess actually in terms of like politics in general, because um, of the actual UK general election in December, I think politics was already at the forefront of a lot of people, mm. people's minds. And um, obviously Brexit essentially happened sort of at the end of January. And then pretty much as soon as that was announced, the, the stuff about student union elections started being posted. So it was kind yeah. of like... They're directly linked, by the way. <laughs> Brexit. We weren't going to have them, but now we've left the EU. We, have, we apparently have to have elections. Well, yeah, so <laughs> it was just like... Everyone was already talking about politics in general and then the student union stuff started being posted on social media and things and it started to feel more relevant, I think, think than it had before. Do you think that turned people off, though, as well? Because I feel like everything is so political right now and like, I don't know, if maybe it's just national politics, but I know a lot of people, including myself, who don't follow politics as much as they did because it is tiring <laughs> and yeah. it's taken so much out of you. And student politics is very different, to be fair. But I do wonder if there are some people who are just like, just hear the same word politics, elections, right. voting, and they just turn off now. Well, I, I think that's definitely true because um, some of the candidates that I interviewed were talking about how they felt like, um, in terms of like apathy within the student body in general towards the elections, it's kind of like a microcosm for what happened with the UK general election. So I believe, was that you, Sarah? Was that you who said that? Maybe. <laughs> um, someone someone said it in one of the interviews, and I just thought it was a really... Other candidates point. are available. Other candidates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, I'm not telling anyone. <laughs> guys, it's like half three, so... Well, well this is probably going to go You've only got half, half an hour left of it anyway, yeah. But, um, but yeah, so um, one of the candidates made a really good point about how it felt like a microcosm of what happened nationally, which was... In general, people are just quite apathetic or just a bit sort of disenchanted with politics in general, just feel like it doesn't actually impact their daily life or mm. they just feel like nothing that's going to change is actually going to impact them. So, you know, you just What a great statement. <laughs> Whoever made that's got a lot of insight. <laughs> 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 but how do you think, anyone to like, vote for anyone. Because definitely, when you start getting through the uni like through uh, the, through into the net like later years then you start to realize stuff affects people but what do you think is like the issues that maybe if they were raised to first years or or things that they could do to first years to the, then they would understand the effect that it has an impact on them well well as a former first year as everyone's a former first year <laughs> yeah. um, it's a unique experience well, well, yeah. as a former fresher a, myself <laughs> um, i think that you know Every single candidate pretty much mentioned mental health, mental health awareness, mental health campaigns, things like that. And I think that that's something that um, freshers during the actual freshers season between sort of September to December of the first few months at uni isn't given enough um, sort of attention because it's the first few weeks away from home for a lot of people. Mm. They're living with people they've never lived before mm. if they're on campus. Um, if they're commuting, they're traveling a lot and there's 
everything changes and that the sort of uh, emotional and mental burden that that puts on these people who are exploring essentially adult life for the very first time is huge and I remember really struggling with it pretty much everyone I spoke to in their own way to different sort of on a different severity level for everyone else everyone struggled a little bit Um, and I think a lot of people do reach out to counselling and things like that, but there are issues within that service that need to be addressed in terms of, in particular... You can only get four appointments. Like, yeah. you can only have four sessions. Yeah. And the sign-up process, they they tell you it's quick, but it's not. Not really. If you're in genuine need of support for your mental health, like acute mental health issue, for example, like depression, severe anxiety, if you've got a mental illness, waiting two weeks for an appointment is not okay. You know, if, you, if you're if you really, really struggling, if you're suicidal and they say you've got to wait two weeks, that's not good enough. So I think a lot of the candidates were talking about how mental health needs to, you know, people need to pay more attention to that, things need to change. And I think, yeah, I think that was a really good point actually, because things do need to change in that department. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I def- when I was here first year I just didn't feel like very connected to the uni at all no. I think that could have been my, my own fault as well like my attitude towards it but I just feel like they're not very good at making especially with like Drapers just has quite a bad reputation in general mm-hmm. for being like like the only thing which people really know it for is like basically like shit club nights that they enjoy going to <laughs> because they're bad oh, well, tell me about <laughs> it. do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. but, but no, no one thinks of it as like a nice place to go for a drink with their friends, really. Like, it's, it's pretty much empty during the day. Yeah. And if there, maybe if there was more of, like, a social atmosphere on the campus that, that wasn't just, like, working, or then you, like, live well, in these blocks, I, I think you know? part of that is because of the side of campus that it's on. Mm. If it was in Library Square, it would be busy all the time. <laughs> it would just be... Just imagine the 24-hour library, library yeah. next yeah. to Drapers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I don't think that's a good point, it. because it's kind of out of the way. Yeah. And I, I feel like um, when you're talking about it being empty during the day, if it was across the road from the library, and, you know, they had the pool tables out, and they had all the menus about all the burgers and stuff that they do I feel like you, you definitely get mm. more people in there during the day if they did that so part mm. of that is the way that campus is laid out but um you said you felt kind of disconnected in first year is that yeah. were you commuting or were you on campus no no I was on campus I think it was my attitude though where I thought I was like too cool for school sort of attitude like, <laughs> like, get away like, that you don't have that now uh, well, I'm not cool <laughs> <laughs> but like I, I just, I felt like, but I think that's also the way it's presented, though. It's like, if you're not into those sorts of club nights, then that's, like, the only option, basically. I think, was, yeah. No, I think you're hitting on something definitely there. Like, with, within just, f- like, the freshers or the welcome week, that whole system is very much geared towards nights, big nights, like club nights, drapers. And they do have other events, but they don't really seem to work no. as well. Um, and I don't know if that's sort of... Catch twenty two, you've got like, well, like people don't want to go to those because they're terrible, and then that means that they never go to those. Yeah. But like, I do think you've got an issue when you have a student union whose business is to make as much money during Welcome Week, so they promote those events more than necessarily other events that yeah. could possibly help people in a better, more wider social I way. Think, yeah, I probably speak for our minority here, but I hate clubbing because I'm claustrophobic. So mm-hmm. in Freshers Week, all of these events that are cramming hundreds of students into drapers which is not the biggest sort of venue is really difficult and you know I speak for you know there will be people out there who don't like clubbing not as much as the majority of the population here but it's it's really hard when like you said like your only opportunities when you first get here to make friends are sort of within that environment Mm. um they should have more like lunchy 
events, well, if you know what happen, I mean. But mm. it's just. But who don't really tell? Yeah. They don't, there's no buzz around them. Yeah, yeah they're, exactly. They're always in like a classroom, and then it's like pizza on a table in the classroom. It's not very nice. Cold pizza. Yeah, it's not very nice. For two hours yeah. already. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, but I think it must. It's just easier for the for the for them to be like. Right, freshers, what do we do? We'll put on club nights. And then that's like, it's a very simple thing to promote. Like, you come here at this time, everyone kind of knows what that is. And then yeah. you probably just think, like, that, that, that they've done enough. But then I feel like there's loads of people that that's not enough for, like, well, like, well, definitely me and you. I don't know about you too. I know that one of, th- one of the events that I really enjoyed in freshers was the comedy night. Um, mm. Yeah. That was probably the only other one apart from like house party and all the those sort of first few club nights that I went to, and and that was good. But um, yeah, just generally the sort of lunchy things, either not a lot of people go, or the kind of people that 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 do go are maybe more the kind of people who are avoiding, for example, the club nights. So already more socially anxious people like myself, yeah. and then yeah. you're all sitting in a room together, and you're all a little bit awkward, and you don't know how to start that conversation. Yeah. And when there's a whole room full of people with that mindset, it's just it can be tough. So, yeah. I, I went to that. a lunch where there was just hula hoops. Just hula. Hoops. <laughs> <laughs> what is the bowl of hula? Which flavor? I'm not sure that's a lunch. (laughs) At that point, (laughs) there's just one packet as well. (laughs) There's about 400 people. (laughs) Question is, did you eat them? Yeah, obviously. (laughs) It was free, so why not? But what were you were you expecting more? Yeah, I was expecting. Yeah, it was like some kind of like. A few societies got together and like we're gonna do a lunch. Oh, this is so. This is not just one society. <laughs> this was a few. <laughs> I was like, how badly did they do in the grant funding? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like great. Okay, that's pr- that pretty much sums up uni life, doesn't it? The expectation versus the reality. Yeah. Expectation is like uni, Domino's yeah. pizza on a table, and the reality is one lone packet of ready salted hula <laughs> in the middle to be shared between fifty people. That's. Yeah, I, I think the the grant funding is actually uh, maybe part of this because like we got we get fifty quid is it for welcome week startup yeah. yeah so that so that and we're not allowed to apply for grant funding for food <laughs> yeah. so like how can you do anything that's social like it's pretty exactly. difficult with fifty pounds and you can't even spend it on food if if they could I don't know if they could have like cross society like a student like do you remember the student media welcome week thing yeah that was like. Oh, it's like a freshers' fair, but just for media, oh, yeah. and that was terrible, because everyone thought it was going to be like a sit down thing, but then it was like stalls. It was like a fair. Oh, it, was it was a freshers' so fair hectic, again. Wasn't yeah. it? That was yeah. That was mad. Oh, no, it was meant to be a meet and greet. That's what it was. Yeah. But it was like it was they come and they come and talk to you, and then like it was like you were sat behind this table. It was weird. Yeah. They need to like. Yeah. Yeah. That it was felt, dodgy. Yeah, it felt yeah. more like a sort of commercial like advertising fair more yeah, than yeah. anything else. And there were lots of people just sort of like lots of freshers walking around with so many sort of freebies like pens mm. and badges and stuff like that, but not actually knowing anything about what was really going on. Freshers they were just collecting big, the free stuff. Freshers fair is just too big, especially here. You can't do all of it. You well, no. yeah, like yeah. it is. You have to really like make an effort to go around and like by the time you see something you like, you're like, okay, maybe I'll do that, and that's it. You don't ever. Yeah. Like, it's difficult to push yourself when it is that busy. I still get emails from people now, and I'm like, who are you? About people who signed up. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> what did you sign up for? It was like <laughs> the, the Ambulance Society. And yeah, I still. There's an ambulance. Because there's like. They just walk around going, Nina. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because there's two. There's like St. John's Ambulance, and they do like first aid oh, yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But then there was just one about ambulances, and I was. <laughs> 
I, th- I don't think they... <laughs> they don't have affiliations. I don't think they were affiliated. I think there was just a person sat at a table <laughs> that you spoke to. <laughs> were they sat in an ambulance? <laughs> <laughs> they had like, you know, there's like little models. It was really nice. But I feel like I just attract really weird people. That's probably like... Yeah, I wonder why. And cats. <laughs> I get followed by cats all the time. Okay, we're going too far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have gone quite far away from elections. Oh, yeah. Um, why don't we talk about the demographics of the uh, voting? Should we get that up? Do we oh, have should, we that up, should we get it up on the screen? Yeah. Oh, we've got a screen. How do we get it on the screen? Fancy. Like Just search up QMSU. And then... QMSU... Just click on there and then there's like a thing at the bottom that's called live stats. This is a very high-tech process that's happening right now for people who can't see yeah. this. I'm having to hack into it. <laughs> no one's ever seen Minority Report. He's that's, what, <laughs> that's what it looks he's like. He's hacking into the mainframe. That's what's happening right now. Oh, we've got a pie <laughs> chart. <laughs> oh, we've got a pie chart. Okay, this is interesting. So, so the Mile End campus has... Uh, but I think that's well, just obvious. So with 30, minutes, <laughs> with 30 minutes to go, yeah. we've got 3,518 votes. What's the actual... Voters. That's What's, voters. Do you know what we should get, actually, right? It's a, a dual screen. Oh. Fancy. Oh, no one can see this as well. Yeah, and then we can get the actual, like... People camp- are really missing out campus. on this visual feast that we've got. How we, where would you find, like, campus statistics? Because then we can look at how many people actually are in each Type campus. In QMUL... Marlin Campus... Student <laughs> statistics. <laughs> Marlin Campus student uh, population. <laughs> Statistic. <laughs> Just one. Because how many are on Whitechapel? I don't think they uh, say it anywhere. I think the, the number that we bandy around is something like 4,000, I think. 4,000 or 5,000. We need to get someone to film this podcast to watch this riveting content. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's so, great. So there's 27,000 students or over that. So... But that's, that's across all the campuses. Including... Yeah. But there's 4, only been... based in Nanchang. Yeah. Yeah, so... So, well, that's... <laughs> This isn't much help, is it? Is there maybe there's like an external like uh, statistical student body. population or something? Like I mean, even if we it. just take that twenty seven thousand, let's just pretend that that's the number. I think it is close. That, yeah, that, that three thousand five hundred and eighteen. Me. It's not bad. It's not good, is it? No. It's not good at all, actually. No, it's not. Well, it's like that's yeah. It's really not good. It's about ten percent or no, a bit more, fifteen percent. Yeah. Well, well, the thing thing that's frustrating is if you consider the number of people who are involved in societies and just stuff that is actually linked to the union, that's not... That's a bit disheartening, isn't it? Yeah, it's not everyone who's involved, at the very least. I think the big thing that just kept getting talked about in the debates and stuff was student engagement, student engagement, student engagement. There's just no way to do it i don't know why but students just i mean i have i have a bit of a theory in terms of this oh, and i don't know how share. like controversial this can oh, be i love it like, uh, no, go on, go on. Go on. So, um, can you can you hear that basically how many people here picked qm as their first choice uni because at least within my course because i do history um qm was like basically the the fail safe like the backup choice uh-huh. and a lot of people came to QM through clearing uh-huh. and disappointed with their A level results and feeling a little bit 
glum and not too pleased with themselves and I think a lot of people come to QM already kind of disheartened by their sort of academic success and mm. so they come into this uni already feeling a little bit um, apathetic, a little bit like, oh, I didn't do so well on my A-levels, it's all kind of over for me now anyway. So I think, like, that's just my theory. I think a lot of students come here and, and they all, they've already approached the whole sort of uni life thing as just, I did my hard work at A-levels and it didn't really work out for me, so I'm just going to do the social aspect. And So how do you yeah. think you, you make them not feel like that? Like, what could they do? You could have gone somewhere worse. (laughs) 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 I mean, at least at uni. Yeah. That's a great start. Hey, this is a Russell Group University, as the university won't stop reminding us about. Just show a slideshow of worse unis. I I just think a lot lot of (laughs) students... Is that what you're saying? I think that's definitely a fair point, because if you think about... Like, if you, when you're researching unis, you spend a lot of time looking at stuff like sports and societies and stuff you want mm-hmm. to get involved in. And if you haven't really had time to do that or think about that as mm. much, you're not going to be as excited about it. You're not going to plan it and, like, let yourself really want to do it, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. I have another theory, which I told Oscar earlier, which I, so I think part of me feels like the union's a bit too corporate. And it feels very much like a service business yeah. that's based on campus. It doesn't really feel like our union mm. as much as it should. Like that, we don't. I know. I feel like we definitely have a say in stuff, like student council, all of that. Most students don't know student council exists, and most students probably don't think student council does as much as it possibly can do um, to direct the way the union goes. For a lot of students, the union feels like I don't know a bar, a gym, basically somewhere that you give money and they give you a service. Um, and I think people don't really realise that societies and sports clubs and stuff are really that controlled by students because they aren't to some extent there's there's only there's limits to what student reps can do and change um, yeah but I well I, I, this might actually be the opposite of what you're saying but I'm not really sure but like I wish that they were more helpful with running our societies though yeah. I just feel like we're just but I guess it's no because if it was if it's they were bit, part mm. if they were part of the societies do you not think that would be more they could be seen as because just leaving more the students corporate. No, I think it could, but just check in on us, just not because sometimes they just kind of leave us to do what we want. So if we're in trouble or something, they're kind of like, you go sort it out. Mm. Whereas they should be able to help us if we have like certain issues, just not treat us like a business. Yeah, I think it's difficult because I don't know if we're talking about just from a media point of view. From a media point of view, I feel like we have probably more like work. Like we have a lot of interaction with the union more than possibly yeah, definitely other groups do mm-hmm. because. Like, we have proofing, we have all of that, like, it is a, a, we work really closely together. Whereas, I think if you're part of, I don't know, society or sports club, you have the president and a few committee members interact with staff members, but everyone else, like, the mem- the actual members of the club are not really going to know that the staff are doing anything in that club. Mm. Um, so, I don't know, yeah, maybe you are right. I, I feel like I've just argued against what I said earlier, but I don't know if the union are doing too much or too little. <laughs> no, 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 but I'm just saying, like, that could be a way to combat it. It, it is if the societies were more, like, linked with the union, maybe, and, and then mm. it would feel less, like, as in, like, it's more supportive of the students rather than just, like, services. Mm-hmm. But it's more, like, embedded into the population, do you know what I mean? But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's definitely the services side that, of the union that feels very corporate. Um, which is not a bad thing. I think they spend a lot of time trying to come across as professional 
and like reliable. Like people don't want to go to Kimotion and there's stuff like falling over and like you, yeah. you don't want that vibe. Yeah. So you, I sort of understand that. But I think that like fundamentally, if everyone who went to Kimotion voted, that's a huge number of voters. Mm. Just because if they cared about what like who cares about the gym and stuff like that, the sports officers and commercial services officers, all of that. So I don't know. I feel like maybe there's something to be said about um, the Australian approach to politics, which is that you I have... I thought you were to say the point system. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Australia so hot in politics right now? I feel like everything is the Australian style system. Basically, basically, you have to vote in Australian elections. Oh, yeah. It's against the law to not vote. And I feel like... So wait, do that in the university. You don't get your results until you vote. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think a lot of people won't vote. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of people will not vote. <laughs> I mean, if you're talking about student ga- engagement, I mean, it, it would just it would just be interesting to see how the elections unfolded if you actually had to vote. How could they enforce that though? Maybe you could join a club. Or something. <laughs> Maybe like they could probably withhold results. It. You have there to you use go. a revolving doors in the library. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a special door if you voted. It just opens. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> the side door only opens if you. Yeah. So you're allowed to use the side door if you voted. If you haven't, you've got to stay stuck in the revolving doors. Could they incentivise with, like, a voucher or something? Like, if you vote, you get a £5 voucher. The thing is... Oh, that would be cool. Ideally, 20,000 people would vote. (laughs) 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 It becomes becomes a very expensive... You know, actually, they could have done something like a pop-up on QM+. Because everyone's on QM+. You can't log in until you vote. (laughs) Again, people just wouldn't log in. (laughs) Everyone is on QM+, every single week. We Mm. all use it. But there was... Well, unless I've missed it, I don't remember actually seeing anything pretty attention-grabbing about the elections on QM+. Why don't we have a look right now? Yeah. They need to bring back the paperclip, you know, on Word? Where that paperclip's like, are you writing a CV? (laughs) Have you voted in the student union elections? I think I always change the paperclip to one of the other options. (laughs) Nothing here. See, absolutely nothing. It's just what if you go to your home? <laughs> so, so, so there's the coronavirus alert, uh, which obviously important. This is what I'm saying. Coronavirus has issue? got more attention. What's a bigger issue for Queen Mary? Coronavirus or voter apathy? Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which one would we rather have? Um, which one's <laughs> more fatal to the union? <laughs> I mean, there's no confirmed <laughs> cases. Oh, yeah. at Queen Mary. Well, yeah. At, yeah, not at Queen Mary. Oh, there was just Q-Man like... Plus is down. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is it really? That's... that's got, wow. Um, that's really bad that they're showing that. From a, like... What's se- it showing? Security so the, the web page has basically gone blank there with a little bit of coding. So that that's... Oh, thanks for the audio yeah, description. So that's... That's pretty indicative. Do you know what? I think that's that's code for something. Yeah. That, that's code for... <laughs> <laughs> Let's just leave that. Yeah, we should. Oh, we can look on the app. Yeah, on the app. Did it have anything on the app? No, I didn't does. see anything. Myself. I don't use the app. The app I've never good? used no, it. I use it for my timetable mm. when I'm walking around campus and I'm lost because that happens a lot. I mean, I'm second year and I still don't know my way around that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. No, no one does. <laughs> I was like, have you ever played hide and seek in Bancroft? Oh my god, we should do that. We should do like hide and seek podcasts in Bancroft. So wait, how do we do a how podcast? Do you do that? <laughs> we all like we do narrate like... our our hiding. I'm still here. They still have <laughs> 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 me. Like... There's a dead body next to me. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, get, That's where we do our do <laughs> That's why I said that. Conference call, but that we re- <laughs> we record the conference call. You record the conference call. Yeah. Hey, hey! If it gets student engagement. So, oh, like we could do like hotter or colder. If yeah. people are coming towards you, and you can give that'd them be, clues, that'd be great. Well, I, I, 
I might be wrong. Write in if you want this. I don't think this is a podcast. I think this is better for a visual medium. (laughs) (laughs) Student media hide and seek. Oh my God, it could be like... You could do the thing across student media outlet. Giant hide and seek on campus. Whoa. Yes. What, but over a long period of time? How many people are hiding? (laughs) (laughs) Not not like... (laughs) What, like over a week or something? Or just until someone's found. Or like one person finds and everyone is hiding. I've been in the graduate centre for two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Has anyone seen Community? I really want to do a campus-wide paintball. That's what we need. Campus-wide paintball. See, that would... Like, bring student engagement, though. Like, people would be like, whoa, what's happening? And you can only get paintball billets if you vote. Yeah. <laughs> there we oh, go. Oh, well, there you go. That's Shut perfect. Up, you only get the goggles. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah. I, I completely misunderstood. I thought you only get the goggles if you vote. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> that's yeah. what you meant. You so get loads of bullets. Otherwise, you, you just get, get the goggles the... if you vote. What about, like, paintball and the targets are, like, all the candidates? And you Whoever gets hit the most yeah. wins. <laughs> Surely they'd lose. How would you feel about that? Oh, maybe the other way around, yeah. fine. See, that would be fun. Are you allowed to bring a paintball gun to campus? Probably not. There's always those promoters. We at uh, Quest Radio don't encourage that kind of (laughs) I don't mind. Circadian's up for it. Um. (laughs) Um, I think it's interesting looking at this, actually. I mean, uh, it's not very easy to read, but from what I can see... Well, look at that gender split. Well, that's one interesting thing, definitely. But uh, the, the Whitechapel campus has got much... Uh, has got much much fewer votes, right? Mm-hmm. But then you can see here, like, look how high medicine and dentistry is on the, on the number of votes. So, like, proportionally, they vote. More. I'm not really sure. I don't really. I don't know what I'm yeah, saying. But I think do you not think that's significant? So, there's about I think four thousand to five thousand students under SMD School of Medicine and Dentistry. So that's probably a fifth, twenty percent. Yeah. Turnout, which isn't terrible. I think it's about double. It's better than I think my end. Yeah, it's probably about double my end. I think. But then, so then they have. Can you study medicine if you're not at Whitechapel campus? Charterhouse Square's there, right? But um, do you know what I mean? Because it's like no, yeah. there's less votes for Whitechapel campus than there is for um, medicine and dentistry. Oh, I think I think yeah, because some of the camp- some of the courses maybe like allied courses come under different oh, campuses. Right. It could be like people who study um like global health and stuff. Doesn't uh, that come yeah. under? Because they go to Bart's campus yeah. as well. So they're okay. like School of Geography and School of Medicine. They've got a few like co-taught programs. Right, okay. Interesting numbers though. Isn't it? But yeah, going back to the to the gender split, to, uh, so that's yeah, that's S- more significantly than more female voters than male. Right? Yeah. A quarter more, half more yes. Yeah. Anyone wanna pose why that is? Um <laughs> I don't know. You could say that like I don't know Females are more competent. <laughs> you could wow. say that. Okay. Could, you could. You could say that. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I wonder what the um, the gender ratio is across. <laughs> that's a that's a better question <laughs> sorry. to ask. <laughs> sorry, 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 said that again. <laughs> oh, I was just saying the gender ratio across the whole of the student body. So if there are significantly more uh, females at QM than, oh, than males, that would be a way much. Um, I better I suspect I'd suspect using sort of blanket assumptions about old-fashioned assumptions about medicine and dentistry for including BARTs, that there are probably more men than women. I don't think that's true anymore. I well, think I our, hope not. Our course, our course has more um, women than men, as far as I'm aware. But that might not be... I know that... Um, I do think it's 50-50. With, within history, I think it's slightly towards... Uh, a sort of leaning towards more men, but I, history is a, a very male-dominated field, so mm. that's, that's partly an explanation for that. We've only got, like, five guys in the whole of our year, so... You do, comparatively. You have a five, guys. 
Yeah, well, in, in Can engineering, we get that there's, there's like there's no women, but there, there's quite a few of like female lecturers. But in terms of in the classes, there's like very, it's, it's massively like split towards. But then definitely in the, in the statistics for for Quest, it's it's maybe not as extreme as this, but it's similar to that. Uh, but also, it skews heavily in Quest towards humanities. Yeah, and I think there's more. The, the, the split in humanities would definitely reflect that. So then it could just be that humanities people are more engaged in general. I would have said the other way around. Um, I think STEM subject people spend a lot more time on campus than humanities do. That's true. They have much more contact hours and they spend a lot of time doing research in the labs and stuff, things that you can't sort of take home with you. Hmm. Um, so I think the thing is though, a, that a lot of them just naturally are not the kind of people that would care about that kind of thing. And they're not. It's not. It's really like antisocial that vibe in like STEM things, or mm. like at least the, what, what I, I've been doing. Whereas I think, from what I can see of the other, like say drama, for example, there's such a more social environment. They're definitely more proactive in yeah. sort of every single aspect. Yeah. How's politics thing? Politics and IR, the department. That'd be really interesting. <laughs> because it's sixth. Oh right. I would have thought they would have been like more engaged. I mean, I don't know how big they are. The problem is we, we can see the numbers, but we don't know the numbers compared to how big they are. Oh, well, mine can't stop being very large. That is definitely something they should be displaying, isn't it? Yeah, proportion. But but I guess they're not, because it would just, it would be like, all of these would just be like here, and then the number of actual people would be can like... We, can we have a look at which department is at the very bottom so far? Because that yeah. would just be amusing. Uh, Kings. Kings English hasn't voted, English unfortunately. English drama. School of English and Drama. I think people... people I think, no, I think people come under different schools under those. Yeah, see, look, there's, there there's that. Department of Drama, and I bet you there's a Department of English somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the least that's still on there... Yeah, there is, is Department of English. So, so it's there three times. It's just the way they're classified on MSL. Right. I'm surprised there's people who's voting in Paris. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. four voters in Paris. Yeah, I think there were four. There, there were, I think, two or three people who voted for, voted from Nanchang, or a few more. Um, well, next time well. candidates need to take a trip there. Oh, well, that's dedication. <laughs> I think the SU should pay for flights <laughs> to all of the campuses. That's dedication because there's there's a probably a significant proportion of people students living on campus who haven't voted, but there are people on the other side of the world who mm. have, and that. That feels strange. Yeah. Yeah. Feel shame if you didn't vote. Do you know what we should do? You know what we should do? We should get a statistics student. Yeah. And get them to like look at the statistics, and then maybe do like a, something about that. Let's get up another pie chart. <laughs> what, <laughs> something else what, to stare what at. What do statistics students do? What do statistics. Do? Well, they well, they they, they would know. <laughs> they've got all these crazy ways of looking at stuff where like can really like look. We amazing. need to get someone who like <laughs> plans all their finances in like an Excel spreadsheet. Oh, that's no, but I like Excel. Excel. I we could do Excel. Oh. I would expect these people to do Oh, no, I was in a lecture wizard. the other day about this thing. I can't remember what it was called, but it was like, it just looked really impressive. It's <laughs> a great do, story, I, I, don't, I <laughs> It was, it was, well, it, it's, too, it's too long to go into what it is. It's, okay. a, it's, about, it's about how you, different aspects of like music and how you can like understand, uh, how people like describe how they listen to music and stuff. But it was like, mm. it was, I don't know, it was a good graph. I think it's called like ECP or something. There's all these dots. Oh, we do that digital humanities. Oh, really? So like you can like look at Shakespeare and how many times is like the word thou said, and then you plot it on a graph. Mm. Okay, maybe we'll just get you to do it then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's alright. I just had a really bad joke in my head about the, the Shakespeare thing. Go on. I hope it was under a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> 
actually, have, we, I, you study no Shakespeare in comparative literature, though. Really? Because oh. we only study in foreign. comparative to what? I don't know. It's called comparative <laughs> literature, but I think it should be called like <laughs> world literature instead. Just okay. study foreign books. Hmm. We'll stop that after Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, what else is there t- to be seen? Um, it's really difficult to know what these numbers mean without knowing how many people are in these courses. And Lord's voted a lot, though. I, I do like how School of Medicine Dentistry doesn't include dentistry, because dentistry's third. <laughs> oh, yeah, what's that about? Because so, wow. otherwise the number would be, like, way... Basically, basically, the dentists are really involved in politics, and that's yeah. the thing to take away from all of this. They really get their teeth they into really it. Really <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, I should have told you to brace yourself. Can we, can we title the podcast? <laughs> really get it needs to be, like, a it. trigger warning. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Uh, I'm I from a statistical standpoint, this is a, a terrible, terrible thing. It's a horrible layout. Essentially a shit show. Because they've <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say it in like layman's terms. I think it was terrible layout was layman. I don't know what people would talk I think for all the people out there who can't aren't looking at this, it, it looks like a mess and that's oh yeah, yeah, okay, actually I'll do a little description. <laughs> so it's like it's red on red with white text on pink as well. And it's got, it's got a list of all the different subjects, but there's about five different entries for each subject, so it hasn't like it hasn't like added them up. Yeah, so there's like multiple columns for what appear to be the same course, like dentistry or English, but they're yeah. counted as separate yeah. sort of votes. It's yeah. They need to do like better graphics, like a horse. That's like crazy. <laughs> like a horse. <laughs> just like just a horse. Put just a horse on the screen. <laughs> Just a picture of a horse on that. It doesn't do it. Are you no, saying that horses could do better jobs at graphics than the other No, but you know, like at a fun fair, you have those like games where there's like horses and they're all racing. So you could have like one of those things where there's like loads of horses and then like different race tracks oh, with the different right. schools. And there's like a horse yeah, like yeah, jumping. I, know what you mean. I think it would engage people more to see horses jumping. They would want their horse to. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's a sad state of affairs if that's going to make you vote, though, isn't it? <laughs> like, because yeah. there's a horse, you vote. That's a bit, I don't know if we want those people to vote. <laughs> what, is, um, what is that pie chart that you're studying? Yeah, I was wanna... just looking at that. So, which one's which? Does it actually say? So you have to hover over it. Right. So, first year is meant to be the, the most. First year? Uh, that's meant to be the people that vote the most, according to... Really? That's what the union told us at the first meeting they had. Oh, what 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 what's the sort of proportions this time around? Well, F, F final. yeah, F has quite a lot. That's final. But then I'm in year F and in year three, so. <laughs> right. No, because I think year three means people who aren't in F. But so people in like year abroad. Medicine, if you do year three, you're not in F. Yeah, and it's so the same with year course. abroad students. Yeah, or year abroad. Yeah. So people who are on a longer course. Oh, so actually, it goes down in proportion of year, basically, apart from final year. So first year is more than second year, and then. All the subsequent years. Well, no, because I think fewer people do third or like other years. I, I think sense. I think third year a lot of people are swept up in disso and research, so mm. especially at this time of year. Well, <laughs> you're not doing dissertation. No, it's a choice. Like, I'm telling you, my degree is a dull subject. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you do nothing. You're really selling it. You are actually. You're I really am. selling it. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, like, and all the lecturers strike, so I've. Got no lessons now. Got no lessons for two weeks after reading week. No, same, same. Really, we don't yeah. even get reading week. I've got exams in reading week. Yeah, wow. one of my friends does robotic engineering, and he's yeah, that's he quite similar to mine. Yeah. Yeah. See, look, this is what I'm saying though. If, like, it seems like even the degrees aren't 
I'm not trying to criticise like the education, but if people just feel like their degrees are a bit like, yeah, you just turn up, you do whatever, you days around, then why would they care about students' union? Yeah. If the education they're getting is not I, satisfactory. Speaking as a student who could quite easily, sadly, just do their course online on QM+, Plus, I, it, there's probably a lot of students out there who aren't really ever on campus and exactly. just do everything remotely. And, and for that reason, I think... Maybe that explains part of the sort of disengagement within the student body because there are a lot of people who just genuinely are not here a lot of the time and mm. don't feel like they're part of this mm. uni. They just see QM plus and do it from home. Mm. So. That's that's the way the university is going because they want to double. They want to get more. They yeah. want to keep adding distance learners. Yeah, you remember what, in that in that Q and A thing with Colin mm. and uh, Taylor, they're all talking about distance learning all the time. Yeah, because he so the the principal has a big ambitious plan to like double student numbers by twenty thirty. Um, but pretty much all of those, like the the vast majority, are distance learners. But I mean, I've, I mean that's reflective of like the the whole of the field because Open University has grown so much over the last few years because there are a lot of people who are sort of going back into education, but they're mm. doing it remotely because mm. they have other commitments, they work, they have a family, whatever. So, I guess QM is trying to tap into that. I um, think distance group. learning is great for postgraduate. I understand great, yeah. that kind of idea, but I think once you get into undergraduate, then I'm telling you, if there's more distance learners, it will be the end of the union. I don't mean so, that in like a really like. I mean it in yeah. a genuinely got serious sound way. For that, just I like mean, end of the union. If you're not going to come in, and you're just going to like do your own thing, then there's not going to be. Well, so Any sense I, of I think I think I'd really worry as a student who on a, on a sort of campus-based course because fundamentally, if there's more weight put on distance learning, there'll be less weight put on campus students, campus students and the, the issues facing campus mm. students, and they'll want to put less money into it because it's just it's just an issue. Like for example, if you have distance learners, you don't have to put money into security, or you don't have to put money into student activities because they're distance learners. It is it is positive though, obviously, because if you're if you're someone who can't get in, like no, if you're a commuter, of course, you yeah. have to spend less money, or if you've got like some kind of health issues or whatever, then no, 100%. so so it can be good, but I think it just needs to be managed well. And I think the thing that fr- like frustrates me is the thing like, the principal loves doing this. You see it when he does this, uh, when he talks about strikes or any petition or anything. He always talks about how many people have done it in accordance to the whole proportion of people. So I think with strikes, when UCU went on strike, like they like a lot of staff voted for the strike and all the people who vote obviously care enough. But then he said like it was like eleven percent of all staff voted for this. And it's he uses it as a way to sort of diminish it. The same thing happened, we had a huge campaign at BL about the like rebranding of the campus and stuff like that. Yeah. And we got about two thousand eight hundred signatures on it on that on that. And he was just like, well, that's 40% of students based at BL. And I was just that's like... A lot. That's, that's a quite lot. a lot. Yeah, but, he, but he, used, he used that to say as, as if it was a minority. Um, <laughs> well, imagine if he'd had a 40% turnout for the election. But yeah, saying, like, like, we got a huge amount of people involved. Like, we got 800 alumni signing that petition. We got huge numbers of people on that petition. But he so re- what, what was it saying specifically? So it was about so essentially the university stopped branding stuff parts of the London and they've started just branding at Queen Mary, which is fine. Uh, but yeah, I think yeah. we like we just want there to be like a, a sort of student voice in that, that decision that's making. That's a whole other debate on and have, yeah, this is a whole. There's an article debate. on that on the print. There is. Rakeem wrote should one. We try yes. and, and Liam wrote one. Not, not that that's <laughs> not an important issue, but should we yeah. try and talk about something that's positive to do with the election? Yeah, let's do that. Actually, good call. 
<laughs> I, what do we think of the new structure of the union? Because I think it's quite a, a positive What's thing. What's the new the, structure? So we've now added these two faculty-based um, executive officers based at... So you've got a VP HSS and a VP SNE. And we've also got a lot more school reps. And they've split welfare into welfare and communities. So mm-hmm. welfare will work more with, like, kind of mental health, that kind of stuff. Mm. Communities is more about, like, the different faith societies and... Liberation groups. 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 Uh, yeah. And yeah. post-grads and... Oh, that, that, that makes sense, yeah. Um, I think it's a really positive change, mm-hmm. definitely. And I think the way that they've split the, the executive offices into school-based, like, the idea is it should get more engagement mm. because fundamentally it's like grassroots representation, people having problems with their course going having directly a rep for them i've i've had good feedback about that i spoke to a few people who said they they think that's a move in the right direction to have these sort of school representatives Mm. so that that's definitely a good thing and that that's only gonna as more people find out about it and realize they have a representative for their school that's just gonna increase engagement with the union so that's that's a good thing definitely Mm -hmm. it doesn't look like it's translated into engagement though so far not yet maybe it'll I, take time I, I yeah, would, but after yeah. the year of it being in place yeah that's it? true i would say it, just generally speaking that wasn't advertised as well it wasn't like i didn't know that like was a, a new change. thing mm. I, I thought i just sort of because i didn't yeah partake in the election last year so i just assumed that had always been the case until someone said oh i'm applying for this new role which is vice president humanities and social sciences and i was like oh interesting that they didn't have that yeah, before yeah, yeah. that yeah. tells you a lot so yeah. Yeah. I didn't know until you just said it. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. See, so, so if they'd actually talked about that and said, you know, this is how the student union is changing, how it's evolving, how we're trying to increase engagement and stuff, you know, that that's a good thing. And, the, you know, more should have been made of that, I think. No, you're definitely right. Uh, I think we need to, to wrap up because the next people have just arrived. Um, so just on the results. Uh, <laughs> should we wait? Should we just... Should, should I ask them if we can have, like, five minutes so we can talk about the results? I don't mind. That would probably be good. Wait, we don't have yeah, the results, do we? Do you know the results? It's just gone four. Oh, wait, does voting stop and then the results yeah, come later? Yeah, the results oh, okay. come, come later. Come at 7.30. We should do oh, like right. a countdown, though. Is it already four o'clock? It's just gone four. On my oh, phone, anyway. Yeah. I wanted to do the do-do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> well, I it's really now... Put, oh, oh, do that again. <laughs> do that again. What was that? <laughs> it was supposed to be countdown. That's not how countdown goes. You went do-do-do-do-do-do-do. That's what she said. <laughs> Wait, let me do it again. Okay, I won't do sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else can do sound effects. So, what, what time are we expecting the results to come in? Well, last year, the results party was like, again, a shit show. I think it started at six, so they've delayed it now, so it starts later. Yeah, because it started at six and then they didn't get to the results until like 9.45. I was like, okay. No, okay, so we got a while. I, mm, yeah. I it was. Should, should, we, should we stop the recording? <laughs> I don't know, yeah. We're just, for, I don't, thank yeah. you for listening, everyone. Thanks, Bye, everyone. Thanks. Bye. See you next time.